Do you want to wake up refreshed and go through the morning with ease without any stress? Well, I have a secret for you. You don't need a magical morning routine for this to happen. You need an awesome evening routine. And if you're not convinced, I'm going to share with you why you need an evening routine and some things to consider implementing in your evening routine so that you can start your day like a dream. Now, before we jump into this episode, if you've ever enjoyed this podcast, gotten any value, or just really enjoyed something that you're able to implement in your mom life, I want you to do me a favor. Just press pause for me really quick and leave me a review. I know that this may be overdue and this is pretty much the only way right now that I know that you are actually liking what we are teaching here on the podcast. And if the things that we are sharing here on the podcast are actually landing for you and encouraging you in your mom life. So this is, like I said, the best way for me to get feedback and for me to hear from you. So quickly just press pause for me right now. If you are on iPhone and underneath my podcast, if you scroll all the way down, there is leave a review. Go ahead and hit that five star and leave a quick review for me. And this will help me out so, so much. So thank you in advance for doing this. And let's get on with the show. Now, I tend to have somewhat of a pretty stressful job. I know everyone can vouch and say that their job is stressful, but I feel like as a dentist, it's even more stressful because people already are coming in with the attitude. Like, I don't want to be here. You know, this is, this is something that no one wants to do, which is not true. There's many people that actually like coming to see me and there's a lot of fear and anxiety. And as an empath, I take on a lot of this energy and it takes a lot out of me. On top of that, I'm somewhat of an introvert. So after being around people all day and having a lot of conversations and really trying to work through people's fears, I am just mentally exhausted. And sometimes things don't go the way that we plan, just like with any job. And it leaves me pretty stressed. Now, there was one day in particular that I came home from a pretty rough day just because it was a lot going on in particular with the kids. I don't know what it was going on with the kids. I just had some kids that day that just were not cooperative. But anyways, came home really, really tired. And I was interacting with my kids. We were, I think I was trying to get them ready for dinner time. And that's when my fuse just was burnt out and I wasn't the nicest. Let's just say that my youngest did something and he started crying. And so I started mocking him because he always mocks his brother. And I thought, Hey, you know what? He needs to know how it feels. And plus I don't want to hear him whining. So I started mocking him when he was crying, which isn't a really nice thing to do. Anyways, he got upset and he told me I was being mean, which he was correct. But at the same time, he was being mean to his brother. Anyways, we're not going <laughs> to go into who was right and who was wrong. He went upstairs. I went to my room after dinner and the whole shebang, went to my room to get ready for bed. And I noticed there was a paper on my bag. When I went to my bed and got closer, I noticed that my son had drew me a picture. On the picture, it says, mommy, you was, and this is where I'm going to correct him. You was being mean to me. And he gave me a big, sad face and a broken heart. (laughs) And um, the mommy in me was a little bit upset, but the teacher side of me was like, we got to correct this son. We got to correct your spelling and um, change that was to were and all that good stuff. But anyways, I realized that I wasn't being my best. I wasn't giving my best. And I needed to change something. 
So that is when I really started to look at what I was doing in the evening time that was actually helping me um, so that I could be a little bit better for the kids and for myself. And so that's what I wanted to share with you today on what we can do in our evenings so that we can have better and productive days. Now, evening routines, like I talked about in a previous episode, in episode 195, Evening routines are essential for a productive morning. Many times people think like, oh, if I have this magical morning routine where I'm doing all of these things, my days and mornings will be better. And the truth is a lot of us, we just don't have that time in the morning to devote to doing all of these things to really make sure that our morning and days are running smoothly. A lot of times it takes like a lot of hours uninterrupted, which is just not really heard of when you have young kids that need you and you have a lot of other obligations. So that's why having an evening routine is so important so that you can have those productive mornings without it requiring you to have so much uninterrupted time. And the evening routine is also essential and also super important for you because it helps you to fall asleep quicker and have a better quality of sleep. And the reason is because you're actually, you know, unwinding and getting yourself ready for bed so that you are not up with your mind just kind of running and thinking and causing you to stay up or you're on your phone staying up even later, you know, either on social media or going through emails or watching videos on YouTube, which is like my new favorite thing to do. So What are some of the things that we can do in our evening routine so that we can have those really awesome mornings that I was talking about earlier? Well, first, just know that your evening routine starts as soon as you walk in the door from work. That's when it starts. So I really find that when getting dinner started and or at least prepped as soon as you get in, I know you want to go sit and unwind, but get dinner started and prepped so that it's not um, taking you a long time or you're getting behind because you've taken some time to relax and unwind which is totally fine, especially since you just got home. I get it. You want to chill for a second, but just go ahead, get that chicken in the oven to get it started baking. Or if you have something in the crock pot, just stir that up, make sure it's ready to go. Whatever it is that you need to do to make sure that dinner is started or at least prepped so that things will run a lot quicker once you get in the kitchen to get dinner going. That will help make your evenings go better and make it so that you have time to get all these other things that I'm going to talk about here in just a moment. So like I said, once you've gotten home, evening routine starts, there are a couple of core things to do. I would say about four core things to do to really make sure that you have an awesome evening routine so that your mornings are amazing. And the first thing is getting the kids in order. What I mean by that is going through their backpacks, making sure you're signing any forms, you're checking for any communication from the school. You are making sure that the kids' backpacks are actually ready for school tomorrow so that you don't have to think about it in the morning. And then also prepping their lunches and even breakfast for the next day, uh, just so that you, again, don't have to think about it in the morning because it's already done. So get the kids in order, make sure all their stuff is together. And this literally just takes maybe five, 10 minutes, depending on how much you need to do. So once you got the kids in order, next thing, not necessarily in order, is tidying up because nothing 
I think nothing sets our brains off than seeing just a bunch of clutter or a bunch of mess. Our brains just can't handle all of those things visually. So if you get things tidy and at least put things in order, not necessarily saying you got to do a deep clean and, you know, make sure everything is like, you know, perfect for an inspection or anything like that. I'm just saying, just making sure things are tidy, just like get those pillows back. Cause like for me, I got little boys that like to do backflips off of the couch just putting the pillows back, getting all those, the things off of the kitchen counter, making sure that the dishes are actually taken care of. You're not leaving dishes in the sink because one quick thing on that is if you're leaving dishes in the sink, and I'm guilty of this too, you're already starting the day taking care of yesterday's task. So go ahead, have the dishes already taken care of, the counters cleared off in the kitchen so that when you walk down in the morning, you can walk down ready to start the day, not taking care of things from yesterday. And then also too, when you walk down and you see dishes in the sink, first thing in the morning, you wake up feeling guilty and defeated before you even start your day. So again, we're trying to set ourselves up so that in the mornings we can start ourselves off with a bang. So tidying up is the next thing. Now, after that, I would say prepare for the next day. So figure out what you're having for dinner the next day, whether it's taking, you know, food out from the freezer or making sure things are ready as far as having certain ingredients or making a list to say that, oh, I need to pick these things up tomorrow um, on my way home so that I can create this type of meal for the kids tomorrow. Make sure that you know what's happening for dinner the next day. The next thing, checking your calendar and seeing what you have going on, check your schedule so that you can be prepared and know, okay, I need to make sure I'm wearing this to work, or I need to make sure I have this for the meeting tomorrow, or maybe I don't need to go to work as early as I need to, or maybe you need to get to work a little bit earlier. So you need to set your alarm for 10, 15 minutes earlier. So check your schedule, check the calendar, see what's going on for tomorrow, and then make your to-do list if you need to. And then the last thing would be to set out things that you need and to start your morning routine. And this could be things like having your journal out, having your planner out. If you like to draw or sketch, having your sketchbook out. If you um, do devotionals, having your devotional book and your Bible out, whatever it is that you need for your mornings, have that out and ready. So as soon as you wake up and you come down, you can go ahead and jump right into whatever it is that gets you started for the day. So think about how you want to to start your day, what type of intention you want to have for the day. And those are the things to implement and to have set out and ready for you. Now, for me, I like to have my planner and I like to have my laptop and a glass or a bottle of water on my desk ready for me. This is how I like to start my mornings. But for you, it may be different. Like I said, you may be a little more artsy and you want to draw it out or journal it out, whatever it is, make sure you have it ready to go. Now, the last and final thing is to start to wind down. So you want to make sure that you get off of your electronics and in particular your phones. They say 30 minutes before bed, but ideally one to two hours before bed is the best. And the reason is because even if you're turning the blue light filter on your phone, your phone is emitting all these lights and those lights are setting up triggers in your your brain to stay awake longer and it makes it harder for you to fall asleep. Then if you don't have the blue light filter, that blue light is actually straining the production of melatonin, which actually helps you to fall asleep and makes it difficult for you to fall asleep and wake up the next day. 
So I know a lot of us, we like to go on social media and look at different posts that people are putting up there, whether it's inspirational or some celebrity gossip, whatever it is, try to stop doing that. 30 minutes, like I said, one or two hours would be best. Stop getting on the phone and um, scrolling on Facebook and Instagram because even though you're looking at something that you may be thinking is positive, it is keeping your mind engaged and tricking your brain into thinking and staying awake. So getting off of these devices will help with you falling asleep a lot easier and quicker. And then lastly, I know I talk a lot about the phones and being on them, but you can spend some extra time um, reading emails because I know I have been off of social media and that's something I'll talk about here soon, but I've been off social media since I think the beginning of this year um, and don't miss it. But what I've substituted for some of the time that I was using on social media is emails because I have like 51 million email addresses. So I'm checking all these emails, but these emails and checking emails is robbing you of the sleep that you need. So you end up feeling less alert and more tired in the morning. So like I said, ideally get off of the phones, devices, one to two hours before bed, but at least 30 minutes before bed so that you can start to wind down. And then whatever it is that you need to help you to wind down, whether it's stretching, drinking something warm or doing um, a journal exercise, do whatever it is that you need to wind your mind and your body down so that it's easy for you to fall asleep. So those are the four core things to have in your evening routine, like I said, so that you can have those amazing mornings. And hopefully you see now that having this type of evening routine will set you up in the morning for an awesome, awesome day. Now, before we sign off for this episode, I really wanted to make sure that you know about Home Life Trello. And I know you probably were thinking at the beginning of the year that getting a new planner would help you to get more organized. Or if you follow exactly what the productivity gurus are teaching, you'll finally be a productivity ninja, but you're finding yourself with not enough time and nothing crossed off your to-do list. And I totally get it because I've been there, but I have found a solution with Trello. Now, if you're not familiar with Trello, Trello is a free app that helps me to really get organized in my brain so that things make sense. So Trello has been the reason why I've had a lot of success at home and in the business because I've created systems, all of which you can find in Home Life Trello. Now, Home Life Trello is the systems for the various areas of your life and a video course all in one. It's a system that you need boxed together so that you can show up like a boss at work and at home. So give yourself the gift of Home Life Trello with the peace of mind, knowing that there is a 14 day money back guarantee by heading over to realhappymom.com slash Trello to get started. And that again is realhappymom.com slash Trello. Now, if you have found this podcast helpful, or if you want to get some of the links that were mentioned in this episode, head on over to realhappymom.com slash 198, and you will be able to find the show notes there. Now that is it for this week's episode. Make sure you stay tuned for next time for another full episode. Take care and with lots of love.